0: This is a Daily Signal podcast for Wednesday, January 25th. I'm Fred Lucas. Today, we're talking with Paul Kemenar with the National Legal and Policy Center about the latest with President Biden's classified document scandal. We'll talk more about that right after this. We get it. With big media bias, it's hard to find accurate, honest news. That's why we've put together the Morning Bell Newsletter, a compilation of the top stories and conservative commentary. To subscribe, just head to dailysignal.com slash morning bell subscription or visit dailysignal.com and click on the connect button at the top of the page. I am here with... Paul Kaminar, he is the counsel for the National Legal and Policy Center, which was the first uh, watchdog organization to really jump in on the Penn-Biden Center. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Paul. Thank you for having me, Fred. Yeah, so I I did want to talk to you. Uh, You were the first to really expose that the Penn-Biden Center had these uh, China ties with the $60 million in donations from China entities. Uh, Do you think the stakes are higher now uh, with this classified document investigation being tied back to this organization?
1: Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, The National Legal Policy Center, uh, we've been investigating the Biden Center for the last uh, several years. And in uh, uh, May 2020, uh, we filed a complaint with the Department of Education that the uh, University of Pennsylvania wasn't fully disclosing the donations they received from China, uh, from entities within China. And at that time, uh, they were receiving approximately some $63 million, uh, of which $22 million was was marked as anonymous. Uh, they did list for the other donations the name of the entity within China that was giving the money, whether it was a Chinese bank or uh, some other institution there, that all these corporations and entities are connected, of course, to the Chinese Communist Party. Um, So, uh, yeah, we've been on that. And then, of course, since our complaint filed in 2020, there's been, uh, I think, another $20 million or so that uh, University of Pennsylvania has received up to... Uh, July 2022, which was the last uh, date of the reporting period, that university, as well as all universities, have to report to the Department of Education uh, money they're getting from foreign sources.
0: All right. Uh, is this something uh, that you think the uh, special counsel—his uh, his role is to investigate the uh, mishandling of classified documents— but Is this something that his investigation could expand into?
1: Well, yeah, it certainly can. Uh, He's uh, charged by Mayor Garland to investigate the uh, classified documents, as we know. Uh, Several of them were found at the Biden Center. Uh, And there's a whole issue of how they got there and why Biden hired expensive private attorneys uh, on November 2nd to move his office after being in the White House for almost two years. That makes no sense at all. Uh, but but yeah, the, the special counsel can get into that uh, China connection. But if I think if he does that, he would need to go back to Merrick Garland and asking for an expansion of his charter or jurisdiction to get into that. Uh, recall, that's how it kind of happened when Robert Mueller was a special counsel looking into the uh, uh, Russian uh, hoax issues. And he was uh, looking at Paul Manafort. And Paul Manafort, he found, out, was having some tax problems with his uh, connection with uh, Ukraine and so forth. And so that was not the Russian hoax. Uh, It was back taxes back, you know, even before Trump decided to run. So what Muller did is went back to uh, Rod Rosenstein, who was the deputy attorney general, and said, Hey, I'm uncovering some other possible criminal activity. Will you please give me the authority to go after Paul Manafort on his back tax issue? Which he did. And, of course, he was convicted. So, yes, uh, the current uh, special counsel, uh, Robert Herr, uh, who, by the way, is not on the job yet, which is kind of interesting, Hmm. Uh, It's still being handled by John Losh, the U.S. attorney in Illinois, uh, because he's the one that oversaw the investigation this uh, weekend uh, at Biden's home. But anyway, yeah, it can can expand into the China connection. But uh, even if it doesn't, uh, James Comer, the chairman of the House uh, Oversight and Accountability Committee, has already sent out a letter to the University of Pennsylvania uh, on Friday um, asking for a lot of stuff about all their Chinese donations, uh, all the uh, uh, connections and emails about that, about who had access to the Biden Center, uh, and so forth and so on. So one way or another, um, the Chinese money connection will will be – uh, exposed uh, on this now. Now the University of Pennsylvania uh, has been playing coy uh, with us and the media by denying that the Biden Center uh, receives any China money. They their 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 standard line that they've been spewing for the last couple of years is that we do not solicit money to the Biden Center from China. Period. Well, yeah, but when you start parsing that statement, that very well may be true that you don't solicit money directly to the Biden Center. But China's not giving the University of Pennsylvania all these millions of dollars for their music department. No, no, doesn't it doesn't take a Sherlock Holmes to figure out that they're giving the money to the University of Pennsylvania to run their China programs. And they have several of them. And the Biden Center is part of that uh Program that they have, it's called Penn Global. Uh, and uh, at their one China Summit back in January 2020 at the University of Pennsylvania, they had their annual China Summit kicked off with the uh, Ambassador uh, from China, the Consul General from New York, went down to Philly was their keynote speaker. And uh, sitting at the uh, round table there was a representative of the Biden Center. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking about how we can get along with China and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, of course, this is just as the COVID broke, but there was not an area, a bad word about how China was the source of the uh, COVID uh, pandemic to begin with. So uh, that's why uh, the National Legal Policy Center, after digging deeper into the China connection with the Biden Center and with Hunter Biden. We also filed a complaint with the Department of Justice uh, that both Hunter Biden and the Biden Center have to register as foreign agents of China under the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Um, So there's the connection there that we're uh, making, And, and the Justice Department won't confirm or deny that they they're working on that complaint, but again, that's something that hopefully with the new uh, Congress, Republicans taking charge, they'll have uh, uh, Mayor Garland testify, and we'll hopefully get to the bottom of all this China connection uh, with with uh, not only University of Pennsylvania, uh, but uh, China uh, connection with the Biden Center and with Hunter Biden, who we know is getting millions of dollars from the Chinese energy. Uh, company there for his uh, you know services, et cetera.
0: Yeah, th- that's one thing I was going to ask and uh, following up yeah. on whether the special counsel uh, should uh, expand the probe into the Penn-Biden Center and that China money, uh, that there wouldn't necessarily be uh, anything illegal about those donations. However, uh, what the legal matter would be is whether the Penn-Biden Center and Hunter Biden should be registered as uh, foreign agents, right?
1: Well, a... yeah, um, but that's illegal if they're not. Right. So, uh, okay. right. uh, in fact, right now, Hunter Biden is under investigation uh, for uh, by the U.S. attorney in Delaware for uh, back taxes that he's uh, owed, that he evaded of some t- $2 million. And that's been under investigation for the last couple of years. But also, that also includes whether he uh, should have registered as a foreign agent uh, with the Justice Department. And, and and we've been calling, as others, that, hey, why don't you have a special counsel for Hunter Biden? Why is that being handled in-house uh, at the Justice Department? So, so uh, there's a question there whether uh, that U.S. attorney will do a, a full uh, investigation and prosecution of Hunter Biden in that separate matter. Now, it may uh, uh, dovetail with what the special counsel is doing, and they may get together and compare notes and swap, you know, information and and, and their investigation. So one way or the other, uh, Hunter Biden and a Chinese connection uh, in the Biden Center is going to come to light, whether it's through the special counsel, whether it's through this U.S. attorney in Delaware, or more likely with the House oversight Committee, as well as a special select committee, as you know, has been set up on on the China uh, connection here, and that's being chaired by uh, Wisconsin Congressman Mike Gallagher. Uh, and so uh, there's multiple uh, House committees that are investigating this whole thing um, with China and and these uh, Hunter Biden and the Biden Center
0: yeah do you expect the NLPC will be working and in providing information to the committee's the oversight committee and the Select China Committee
1: oh yes uh, in fact we already have we're uh, in contact with with the uh, house oversight Committee and we're sharing uh, our our information uh, with them and uh, uh, hopefully we'll uh, you know be able to help them uh, find out where some of the uh, dead bodies are, so to speak, uh, uh, and what avenues they should look at. Um, uh, they're 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 doing a good job, uh, but um, uh, you know they, we need to get more information uh, and also uh, uh, you know get the actual uh, funding sources from the University of Pennsylvania uh, in terms of of how the Biden Center is funded. We need to see their Internal uh, financial documents because they could truthfully say, "Oh, we don't solicit uh, money for the Biden Center, so uh, Congressman Comer, we're, we're, we have nothing to give you on that. We, we don't have any documents about soliciting." Uh, so, but then we have to make them dig another you know, layer deeper on that and, and and follow the money. And then there's of course, uh, you know, the nine hundred thousand dollars that. Joe Biden received as a honorary professor after he left the White House in 2017. And uh, for that, he gave just a half dozen lectures and appearances. Uh, So the question is, uh, where did that money come from? You know, the University of Pennsylvania said, well, that came out of our general treasury. Well, Well, we have to see about that or whether they dipped into a separate account that was, uh, uh, you know, had a lot of the Chinese money in there. Uh, but uh, we'll get to the bottom of it one way or the other because there's a lot of, you know, as they say, follow the money, and, and that's what we uh, hope to do here.
0: I yeah. uh, wondered, uh, what what are your thoughts on the special counsel, Robert Herr? Um, some say he's got a really good reputation in putting away crooked Maryland politicians, but uh, at the same time, others fear that he's part of the uh, DOJ swamp or uh, do you have any thoughts either way
1: yeah uh, that i you know he is part of the uh, old boy network here um i mean he has got good uh credentials etc um a couple things about that first of all you know he was appointed uh, uh a couple weeks ago and yet he hasn't been on the job yet uh which oh. i've scratched my head because the the uh, search of Biden's uh, home uh, on Friday uh, that uncovered a bunch of documents was by the FBI. That was done under the auspices of the U.S. attorney, John Lausch, who was initially appointed in in, uh, uh, the end of December, early January, to do a preliminary investigation. And after he did that, he went back to uh, Mayor Garland. And Merriott Garland said, OK, you gave me enough evidence. I need to appoint a special counsel. So on January 11th, uh, you know, basically uh, almost two weeks ago, he appointed Robert Herr. But the question is, well, why isn't Robert Herr conducting this investigation uh, of the search of Biden's house over the weekend? Why is Lausch still handling it? There's no clear answer to that. Uh, you know, I know Lausch is, 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 uh, he's a current U.S. attorney in Illinois, but he's leaving and go to par- private practice. Uh, that's why he just say, I don't want to be involved anymore. You better appoint a special counsel. And then Robert Hur, uh, you know, he's, uh, is currently in private practice. So I don't know what's taken him so long to, to, to get on the job and, and open up shop here in D.C. So, you know there is some transition going on there, but Robert Hur also has some complaints about him because during the uh, Mueller investigation of the Russia hoax, he was basically a uh, a liaison between uh, a Mueller and Rod Rosenstein, who was the deputy attorney general uh, that oversaw the Russia investigation. Because as we know, Jeff Sessions had a uh, recuse himself from that whole thing mm-hmm. because it involved uh, things dealing with the campaign uh, that he worked with Trump on so mm-hmm. so the uh, Congressman uh, Nunez and uh, Cash Patel have uh, some complaints about Robert her because he was involved in uh, getting some subpoenas against uh, Nunez's Staff, etc., on this Russian hoax thing. So there's some, um, you know, interesting uh, background with Robert Hur being uh, closely affiliated with the uh, Robert Mueller uh, hoax uh, and investigation. So we'll have to see how this uh, shakes out. But what we're doing now is calling upon Robert Hur to uh, you know, finally get on the job, please, and then also uh, search the University of Delaware. Because uh, over the weekend, as we learned, uh, there were some documents that they found at Biden's home that dated back to when he was a senator. Right. Uh, and so the question is, well, if you found some of his Senate documents at home, I bet you'll find some more of those. Uh, in the 1,800 boxes that he shipped over to the University of Delaware back in uh, uh, 2009, uh, that is to be his, so to speak, the vice, his Senate Library, etc. Uh, now those those uh, documents are under seal. Uh, the University of Delaware has a deal with Joe Biden that they won't allow anybody. To look at those documents until two years after Biden leaves the White House, and and Biden doesn't want anybody to see what's in there, but of course the Justice Department can go in any time yeah. they want, because right. uh, you know, Biden himself can say, tomorrow, hey, uh, Justice Department, uh, Roberter, yeah, go go look at my Senate records, have fun going through my 1,800 boxes uh and see what what they find whether there's some classified documents that are there uh and i wouldn't be surprised because if if they, if he's got some of them at his home right uh it's likely that he's got some of those in his senate files that he's shipped over to uh the university of delaware
0: right and uh and yeah and a special counsel could uh is, is not really going to care that much about uh, uh whatever agreement the university has with the no, that's president. right, and,
1: and, and in fact, uh, Biden will be forced to uh, allow him to do that because, uh, as we know, uh, uh, the uh, he, they searched his home, uh, which which they called a quote consensual shir- search end quote. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, consensual, and that's because the FBI went to uh, Biden's attorneys and said, "Hey, we need a search." Biden's home. I know you private attorneys did that, came up with some documents, but we don't trust you guys. Did a good job, so we want to search the home. Is that okay? Well, what's Biden going to say? He says no, then a then a uh, uh, subpoena is, is sent out, uh, a search warrant uh, is sent out. That's what happens all the time when the FBI searches corporation, offices, whatever. They contact the attorneys and they say, hey, there's some crime we think is going on. Uh, we want to search your uh, office, your records. Uh, you want to consent to that? And everybody knows, like, well, if you say no, they're going to get a search warrant. So so that was the hammer over Biden's head. So he had no choice but to consent to it. But then he comes out and uh, makes it look to the public, oh, we're cooperating. See, we we said the FBI, please come in, blah, blah, blah. Well, th- they had to do that. Otherwise, there, a search warrant had been issued, and then they would be right right back square in the same boat as uh, uh, Donald Trump was when they had to do a search warrant. So they would lose that argument that, oh, we're different than the Trump people because we uh, invited uh, the FBI in there? Well, yes and no. So anyway, uh, the next thing we want them to do is to search the Biden uh, documents at the University of Delaware. Uh, they'd be really derelict in their duties if they did not. And there's also a couple other places that they should search. First of all, they should go back to the Biden Center. Recall that that uh, the the private attorneys uncovered uh, documents back on November second at the biden center and uh, uh uh then then they started to go uh, uh, at the house uh, uh, and the garage and they found some but as we know they did a bad job at the house and that's why the FBI went in and found some more well uh, i submit they also probably did a bad job at the biden center back on November second so the FBI needs to go back there and not only search Biden's office within the Biden Center that that his attorney did, but search the whole uh, Biden Center. There's 14,000 square feet of office space that they have here downtown uh, in the the shadow of the Capitol building. And other people in the administration had their offices there, including Anthony Blinken who was the managing director of the Biden Center and now is their secretary of state. Huh. I bet he would. And he was also an aide to Biden uh, when Biden was uh, a vice president. So I wouldn't be uh, uh, surprised if uh, uh, Tony Blinken was looking at some foreign policy classified documents. Uh, So they need to search uh, his old office there as well. And I'm still scratching my head as to again why biden hired private attorneys to uh, as he said clear out my clear out my office in the biden center uh, this is 2 years after almost 2 years after he occupied the white house why did he wait so long to say oh you know i need to move my office out of the biden center and why did he hire expensive private attorneys to do that rather than uh, call up the biden staff you know and their interns and say hey you know, can you clear out my office and send that stuff to my home in Delaware? That 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 would have been the normal course. Uh, and now we learn that when they did clear out his office on November 2nd, they didn't really do that. They they apparently uh, stopped searching and clearing out once they got some of these uh, classified documents. And then now we learn that some of the stuff was sent up to. One of his private attorneys, uh, this guy by the name of Patrick Moore, uh, and his law office is in Boston. So there's some maybe documents there that need to be searched. I mean, this is like a scavenger hunt here, uh, Fred. You know, we got to find out where all these documents are. Um, and then um, there was a temporary Penn Biden Center uh, that was located here in town near Chinatown. That's kind of coincidental, uh, the location, uh, because the Biden Center offices right now uh, weren't prepared back then and ready for to move in. So they had a temporary office, uh, uh, Midtown, D.C., before they moved uh, to the uh, uh, Penn Biden Center, uh, which is uh, at 101 Constitution Avenue. And then, of course, there's another place they sh- should search. Uh, there's probably nothing there, but after uh, Biden left the White House in 2017, um, he uh, uh, rented uh, a uh, huge mansion, 12,000 square foot, in McLean, Virginia, uh, a place that had the hmm. sauna, the swimming pool, uh, can uh, pr- uh, hold 20 cars in the uh, parking lot in the front there, uh, and it was owned by Mark Ean. I it's E I N, I don't know how to pronounce that, uh who's a big democratic uh uh, uh donor, owner of the uh, uh DC's uh, uh women's professional tennis uh, organization, Castle is the name of the company. So so there you know, there's stuff maybe there. Um anyway, so you got multiple locations that have to be searched by the special counsel. But, again, the bigger thing I think uh, we need to get to the bottom is the China money connection and Hunter Biden uh, on this.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, And, and, uh, yeah, as you were saying, I I think there there was this lapse in time after Biden left uh, as vice president before the Biden center even opened up. So there was someone moving these classified documents and handling. They may or may not have been authorized to even handle these documents. So that's that's opens up even Another potential crime, right?
1: Well, uh, yeah. Um, uh, in fact, uh, his attorneys who first found the documents at the Biden Center, they realized that they didn't have uh, clearance. Correct. And therefore, they contacted uh, the White House counsel, uh, to who does have clearance, to come by the Biden Center office. And that's when they took the documents and said, oops, we better turn this over to the National Archives. Uh, and then after that, uh, his private attorneys went went to uh, 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 the House in Wilmington, but it was the same private attorneys that didn't have clearance. And when they uncovered some more documents in the garage, they did another oopsie and, and called the White House counsel office and said, hey, you better get over here because you have clearance we don't. I mean, you know, th- this whole thing was amateur hour, the way the whole thing uh, was run and and uh none of this adds up uh and and uh so yeah they've also investigated or at least talked to uh this woman who's now at the defense department who apparently was one of Biden's aides while he was vice president Kathy Chung who Hunter Biden had known and recommended her to work for his dad in the White House, and uh, she was apparently uh, one of the people that helped move uh, Biden's documents out of the White House uh, to, well, at least there was a temporary transition office that GSA had across the street from the uh, uh, executive office building where Biden had his vice presidential offices, Uh, so there were some documents stored there first. So you know they're all over the place It's hard to find out, but uh hopefully these committees and the special counsel will get to the bottom of it
0: okay. um yeah and uh as in terms of uh distinguishing this from the the biden um classified document case and the trump classified document case um we've done some reporting here that the um national archives uh they're not commenting. Uh, generally, at all on the Biden classified documents, um, and that agency was sort of like a public statement cannon during the um, Trump uh, investigation. That they, they were sending out, they, they sent out something like ten public statements uh, regarding the Trump uh, document issues. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was gonna say uh, similarly, the Office of uh, Director of National Intelligence. Uh, they launched a national security risk assessment regarding the Trump documents Uh, doesn't look like they're doing the same for Biden. Uh, I just kind of wanted to talk to you about uh, the difference in kind of how, not to mention how the Justice Department has (laughs) handled this whole matter. Yeah, yeah. You got a good point
1: there with respect to the National Archives. In fact, uh, Congressman James Comer, uh, you know, the chairman of the Mm -hmm. Oversight Committee who's investigating all this, he sent a a letter out to the National Archives uh, earlier last week drilling down on exactly that in terms of how they're uh, handling the Biden-classified documents uh, compared to how they handled it with respect to Donald Trump and whether or not uh, there's some bias uh, going on there. And, uh, uh, you know, even the Democrats have called for uh, uh, the fact that they need a, 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 a risk assessment uh, uh, in terms of what were these classified documents uh, about, what is the information did they contain, and wh- were, 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 was our national security at risk. So uh, even uh, Mark Warner, the Democratic senator from Virginia, has called for an assessment from the DNI and and, uh, the intelligence community to give Congress assessment because that's part of what they're supposed to do. And so far uh, we haven't heard much of anything uh, about that.
0: I think that's all I have. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners on this point?
1: Uh, No, I I think we've covered uh, basically everything uh, uh, so far. So it's just a matter for... uh, the uh, House Committee to uh, keep doing it because I'm sure what's going to happen is uh, Merrick Garland uh, and the special counsel will try to tell the House, "Oh, don't don't investigate this. We're working on uh, possible criminal charges, and you're going to interfere with our investigation." And and uh, that I think is is uh, not a valid argument. Uh, the Congress is not taking its orders from the executive branch or separate branch under our government. Congress has basically uh, plenary oversight power to investigate anything they want. And uh, if it comes down to whether uh, there's a criminal problem, they can also give immunity if they think is necessary to witnesses who they subpoena uh, uh, before the uh, committee because I'm sure some of them will say, oh, no, I I hereby take the fifth, Robert Herr is investigating this. Well, uh, if it's something that uh, we think the public should know, uh, the committee can give immunity, but I don't think they should simply stop their investigation just because the uh, special counsel is uh, now investigating it.
0: Gotcha. All right, well, uh, Paul Kaminar with the National Legal and Policy Center. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Fred. My pleasure.
0: And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Daily Signal podcast. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our evening show right here in the podcast feed when we bring you the top news of the day. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Daily Signal podcast wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five star rating and review. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day, and we'll be back with you all at 5 p.m. for our top news edition. The Daily Signal podcast is
1: brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.